Thank you so much for watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my gosh, we love getting to hang out with you and spend time with you. And most importantly, we love seeing God speak and minister and work in your hearts. And I just want to read this encouraging testimony from Julie about her daughter. And so many of us, you know, we think about our kids and we're concerned about our kids, decisions that they're making and what's going on in their lives. But this is a really encouraging testimony because Julie had prayed that the Lord would use this season and time in her daughter's life to bring her daughter back and reconcile her with her dad, the oldest, his oldest daughter. And finally, after some time and prayer, a long time, uh, she called him and she has gotten in touch with him and there's been a reconciliation in that relationship between this daughter and her father. So I love, I love watching God answer prayer. And you might be watching right now and you have needs in your life. Maybe you have kids that have walked away from God and you'd like for them to come back, be reconciled with God. Maybe you have some health challenges. You got a bad diagnosis from a doctor and maybe you have a friend who's been struggling with cancer and needs healing in their body or a financial need. Whatever it is in your life, we would love to pray for you because we know that God answers prayer. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We know and we, God, when we make our requests to God, he hears us and he answers our prayer. So love to have this opportunity, privilege to get to pray with you. And partners, of course, we love and appreciate. You're such a vital part of helping us cover the earth with the word. Thank you, partners, for this today, right now. We are doing this because our partners love, care, pray, and help support us. So thank you, partners. We appreciate you immensely. And in just a moment, we're going to be joining a teaching that I've done on breaking free from fear. Fear. Oh my goodness. Is fear a problem for you? Watch this teaching. Do you have a dream in your heart that far exceeds your natural ability? I want to encourage you today to pick up Sarah's latest book, Hanging by a Thread. Read the true and inspiring story of how Sarah founded Saving Moses a global organization that saves vulnerable babies around the world. Here's a story of hope, encouragement, and solutions and seeing what God is doing with genuine love. In this book, you will hear stories of babies and toddlers. This book, as you read it, will inspire you, give you hope, and really uh, help you to see that there's possibilities. There's way beyond what the atrocities are. There's more hope than what we can imagine Grab your copy today, it'll really inspire you, encourage you, and I, I think it'll be an eye-opening experience for you to see God's genuine love demonstrated in so many ways around the world. So grab your copy today of Hanging by a Thread. Hi there, I'm so glad to join you, and I'm glad that we get to spend time together. I encourage you, put your remote control down. I get it, because sometimes we want to channel surf and all that. Maybe you've DVR'd this and that's fantastic too because then you can watch it at your convenience. But no matter what, I want to talk today about fear. Woo! Fear's a big deal. Fear's a huge deal because I don't think there's a human on the planet who hasn't been afraid at some point in our lives. You're watching right now and, and you probably have some memories where you're like, ooh, I was afraid, whatever, you know, I was afraid when I went to school. I was afraid what happened, you know, maybe you had some home situations when you were growing up. There was some fear that was really a challenge there. Many of us at nighttime when we were little, maybe we were afraid of the dark, you know. I remember I was talking with God the other day and I was like, yeah, I remember when I was growing up, you know, I'd call my mom and dad in, 
drink water, prayer, drink water. That was kind of my mantra. And uh, I didn't like the dark, you know. I remember the, I always thought somebody was going to sweep out from under my bed, and so I'd, like, run and leap so nobody could grab me under, you know. <laughs> These are all things that are fear, whether we're little and they're, like, irrational fears, or, or maybe we're older and, and we've lived through some things that have caused us to be fearful, you know, afraid of, of getting sick, afraid of losing our job, afraid of a bad report from a doctor, afraid of, of a conversation. And, and sometimes we just have this fear mindset. And family, I want to encourage you that fear, the enemy works through fear. <laughs> the enemy compromises your potential. The enemy deceives and distorts truth, reality with fear. The enemy does all kinds of, that is the enemy's workspace. And the enemy likes to work in fear. And when the enemy gets a stronghold in our life with fear, then we, we are absolutely victims and we don't live in the fullness and the victory that God has for us. You might be watching right now and that's a struggle for you and I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy. Mom did this phenomenal book called Breaking Free from Fear. And I'm telling you, I love this booklet because it's concise, it's pithy, and super, super helpful. So grab your copy. This would be a great resource for you and of course, we would love to pray for you that God would help you to break free from fear. But I was thinking about this time, and thinking about ministering to you on fear, I was thinking about individuals in the Bible who, had, who struggled with fear. And I think one of the key people, in my opinion, that never, this guy never broke free from fear was Saul. Saul as in David's predecessor, the king of Israel. The guy that was anointed by Samuel to be the first king of Israel. And I would propose to you that Saul was a massive, massive victim of fear. He was afraid. You watch him and you watch the way he behaved. And, and the problem with Saul is he brought people to him, but because of his fear, people around him became fearful. And they didn't go out and attack the Philistines like God had told Saul when he anointed him to be king. I have anointed you to overcome the Philistines. And because of Saul being afraid, he never fulfilled that reality, that promise in his life because he let fear make his decisions. And he did it time and time and time again. You see it when there was an initial conflict with the Philistines. There was a garrison that came and attacked Israel. Saul hung out under this tree and didn't do anything. Saul's son Jonathan went out and attacked the Philistines. And then Saul was like, what are you doing? And it was this conflict between Jonathan and Saul. But Saul hung back because he was afraid. You look at 1 Samuel 18 and 19. This is Goliath. And who goes out and attacks Goliath? Not Saul. None of the people that were following him, it was David. David, a little kid, a teenage boy, who's a shepherd dude who believes in the promise of God. He goes out and acts on the promise of God and overcomes this, this huge giant, Goliath. Saul didn't do it. Saul chose fear again and again and again. Saul was afraid that David was going to displace him, so he chased David down to try and kill him. For how many years? 12, almost 18 years, Saul chased David because of fear. Fear controlled and dominated Saul, and it totally ruined his life such that he died in battle from the Philistines attacking him, and he never, never walked in the fullness and the victory that God had for him because he chose fear instead of trusting in God and putting confidence and security in God. And I want to encourage you today, maybe you're watching and you've let fear dominate your life. 
I know people who have let fear, that fear controls everything they decide. It's the filter for their economic decisions. It's the filter for their health decisions. Fear is the, the filter for, the, for their relationships. And they live in this increasingly, fear will constrict your existence to where you have virtually no life left in you. And I want to encourage you, hop on the phone. We want to pray for you and break fear off of your life, that you're not controlled and dominated by fear. Hop on the phone, get on the website, and when you do, grab your copy of Break Free from Fear. And I, I remember I had this story, an experience I had in my early 20s with fear. And I, I want to share this with you because I think it's very helpful to you and a really relevant and practical thing about breaking free from fear. I remember that I was going, I was in university and I had come home, I had had a really tough first semester. And I came home from that first semester and I was really, I thought, you know, I'm just beat, I'm worn out. I had a really heavy class load and I was an RA at the time, lots of responsibilities. And when I came home, I, I figured, I was like, you know, I'm just tired. And if I get some good sleep for three to five days and get some good rest, good nutrition, you know, I can bounce out of this. But I remember when I came home, after getting some rest and stuff, it was hard for me. And I remember I kind of turned the corner after Christmas. I was like, you know what? I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to go back to university. I'll just do something local here. And, and I was increasingly convinced this is what I'm going to do. And at one point, I remember telling my parents, I'm not going back to school. I'm going to do university, local university here, and I can transfer my credits. And I remember my parents were like, what are you smoking? This is crazy talk, Sarah. And I remember thinking, yeah, well, that, you know, you don't know what I just went through, and you don't know what I'm looking at. If I go back to school, the future, you know, I, and I was discouraged. And, I, and bottom line, bottom line, I was afraid. I was afraid because I was struggling in my mind, struggling in my emotions, struggling about the responsibility and the heavy load that I had. I was afraid. I was afraid. I remember I was sitting with my dad, and my dad just confronted me a couple days before I was supposed to drive back to school. My dad confronted me, and he's like, why are you so adamant about this? Why are you so resistant? What is wrong? And I remember I was on the kitchen, in our kitchen, and I propped myself up on the counter, sat on the counter, and I just started to cry. And, and he, he got up in my face, got up in my grill, and he's like, why are you so emotional? What is, what is the heart of this? And I just said, I remember bawling my head off, Dad, I'm just, I'm so scared. I'm just scared about all this, you know. And my dad said to me, it's such good wisdom. He said, Sarah, if you run from fear now, it'll chase you for the rest of your life. And I remember that, that so marked me. And I've heard those words echo in my heart and my thoughts totally over various times in my life when I've been afraid. And I want to encourage you today, if you're watching and you've let fear, you've run from fear, you didn't face it. You didn't look it in the eye and say, you're not going to control me. You're not going to dominate my decisions. You're not going to influence and absolutely constrict my identity or my existence not if you've let fear dominate and control your life you've run from it we want to pray for you that god would help you to break free from fear hop on the phone get on the website we want to help you get this copy to a mom's book super super helpful and you're like well what did you do <laughs> did you go back and here's what happened i remember hearing that and my dad what my dad said and it echoed in my heart i was like that's so true i believe that I believe that if I do run from fear, 
It'll chase me for the rest of my life. I'll be victim to fear. And I don't want to be a victim to fear. I want to be a victor over fear. So I remember a day, a couple days later, I got in my car. And I was driving down to Tulsa. And from Denver to Tulsa at that time, it was about a 12, 14-hour drive. And I remember it was everything I could do to just keep my car going and staying on the road. It's I-70, <laughs> going through Kansas. There's not a lot to look at, not a lot to distract you. I remember just putting grit in my soul. I'm going to choose. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to be the victim to fear. I'm not going to do that. And it was one hour at a time and I'd click it and I'd get closer and closer. And I remember facing it and I was like, nope, I'm not going to be the victim to fear. I'm not going to let fear dominate me today. And you know, I encourage you hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. But as well, when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about a person in the Bible who overcame fear. And it wasn't just a one-time overcoming, but what did that look like in their daily life and the choices that they made? Do you want to replace your fears with faith and witness transformation in your life? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Marilyn's mini book, Breaking Free from Fear. This powerful message will help you overcome negative thoughts, relieving them from fear and replacing them with absolute trust in God. To complete this encouraging offer, we will also send you Marilyn's two teaching CDs, Fear Not and Winning Over Worry, along with two of our scripture cards. These resources will help you let go and walk in total rest and freedom. For your gift of $79 or more, we'll also send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today to receive these life-changing resources. Together, we are impacting thousands of lives with the truth, compassion, and power of God's Word. But there is still much more to be done. By becoming a partner with Marilyn Hickey Ministries, you'll share in bringing God's miracles and healing to the sick, experiencing a deep love for the Bible, and taking the gospel to the nations. When you become a $30 a month partner with Marilyn and Sarah, we'll send you our welcome gift package, which includes the Jehovah Rapha oil vial with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah, our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings, the Majesty coffee table book featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word. I'm so very happy and thrilled to be speaking with you, ministering to you today about fear. Because here's the thing on fear. If you give it a little inch, a little centimeter, a little millimeter, fear doesn't know where to stop. Fear continues to grow and fester, and pretty soon it influences and speaks to all kinds of things in your life. It speaks to your relationships, it speaks to your finances, it speaks to your health, it speaks to your emotions, it starts to speak into your, your hope and your future. And fear, if the devil gets a foothold of fear in your life, then family, you are absolutely, you are absolutely not going to like the results of fear period, end of story, full stop. And I just want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Breaking 
free from fear. This is mom's resource and it will be immensely helpful to you. Give you some real practical tools on breaking fear from breaking free from fear and not being the victim to fear. But I also want to talk to you briefly about Gideon. Because Gideon, we read about Gideon in Judges chapter 6. And I love Gideon because in my mind, he is a great example of breaking free from fear. And he's not just breaking free from fear on a one-time thing. You know, I talked about, about that experience I had with my dad. My dad telling me, Sarah, if you run from fear, it'll chase you for the rest of your life. And driving back to school and just gritting my way through it and facing fear and not running from it. But I believe that Gideon did the same thing. I believe that Gideon was a man that, that wrestled with fear also. And I say that because when the very first time we meet Gideon, we see him in chapter in Judges chapter 6, and Gideon is in a, hiding in a wine vat, treading out, out um, grain, because the Midianites were oppressing Israel. Midianites were an enemy. They had come and dominated and controlled Israel, and they were completely taking the food and all the resources Israel had. And the Israelites were hiding, in essence, in their own country and barely able to make, make a living due day-to-day -day existence. And Gideon is hiding in, a, in a, like a wine press, and he's trampling out some grain. And he's there because he doesn't want the Midianites to find him. He's being practical. He's taking practical measures. But I believe he's also somewhat fearful. And when we first read about him, I like this. The angel of God comes and visits him and appears to him in this scenario, in a very oppressed place, a place where he's hiding and discouraged and upset. And here's the deal. The angel of the Lord says to him, the Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. And I think this is so very significant that God speaks to us in the middle of a, a hiding place, in the middle of fear, and God does not call you fearful and scared and nervous and uptight, but God says who you are. God speaks to your divine blueprint, who God has made you to be, and not the victim and not what's going on around and not the fear that's trying to control and constrict you. God speaks to you and says, hey, you're a mighty warrior. You're a valiant man. And I love that God speaks to the reality, God's blueprint, God's DNA in us. Because if we let fear dominate and control us, then we kind of shrink down and we hide and we disconnect and, and we pretty much take ourselves offline from, from living a vibrant, effective, energetic, and very constructive life. And you might be watching right now, you might be struggling with fear and you've let fear dominate your decisions. You've let fear enter into your mind and, and it's influenced your emotions and it's the filter of, of your outlook. God wants to help you break free from fear. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Grab your copy of Breaking Free from Fear because God knows who you are. God knows your design. And really when we break free from fear, we agree with God. We agree that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God has good things for us. God has hope in a future. God has phenomenal victories for us in our future. And that's what this angel of God says to Gideon in this dark, discouraging, dark place of where he's hiding. And, and I love what Gideon says back to him. Because Gideon isn't like, well, you know, Gideon's real honest. And I think when we're honest about fear and honest about what's going on, 
we make progress. If we're not honest and we're like, well, I'm not that afraid, I'm not really scared, you know, or insecure, all that stuff. When we, when we let that stuff, deception, cloud fear on top of fear, then we're really in a bad place. But Gideon's honest. And Gideon says back to the angel, if the Lord is with me, then why has all this bad stuff happened? And where is the, he who, who brought us out of Egypt and, and, and now he's abandoned us? And God is really encouraged, I believe, when we're honest, because God says, I can take that honesty and I can do something with it. And this is exactly the beginning place for Gideon. And if you're going to break free from fear, then you have to have some honest dialogue with God. I'm afraid because look at what's going on around me. <laughs> look at what's happened. Look at the reality that I'm dealing with. And I love that God, that doesn't make God nervous and he's chewing his nails. What am I going to do? Oh my gosh. <gasps> you know, God says, I know. I know what you're living in. I know the situation. I know the reality that you live in day to day. And it doesn't unravel God. And God says, I know. And I can help you come out of that. I can help you walk into victory. I can help you overcome fear. I can help you walk in the fullness of the divine design God has put in you. And that's what God did walking with Gideon step by step. But it starts with the reality, this is where I'm at. I'm afraid, I'm struggling, and I'm having a hard time. God says, great, let's take you at that place. I'm not, you don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. Let's take you right where you are. Let's take you whole and, and, and just in this place, and let's help you walk out of it. And that's what God did with Gideon. Because when you watch God talk to Gideon, that very first encounter, they have this honest dialogue, and then God begins to give Gideon some steps. Hey, Gideon, I know that you're upset. I know that you're disappointed that I haven't come through, and, and, I, and I haven't done what you thought I would do. But Gideon says, you know something, it's not only that you haven't come through, but I'm not an important person. I'm the least in my family, the youngest in my father's house, and all this horrible stuff. But God encourages Gideon and says, yeah, I know, I know your reality, but I have good things for you. And I want you to take a step. I want you to do one thing that's going to step away from fear. And I believe this with each of us. If we've been controlled and dominated by fear, then it, we, we would be wise to listen to God. What does God say about us? What does God say about who we are? But we would also be wise to listen to what God says for one step. Just one step. Because when we begin to step away from fear then we begin to walk towards freedom. We begin to walk towards divine destiny. We begin to walk towards God's plans and purposes in our lives. And that one step for Gideon, God said to him, hey, tear down the altar of Baal. And I think Gideon was like, oh my gosh, everybody in my village worships Baal, and I can't do that. But it says that Gideon took 10 men with him, and they tore down the altar of Baal. They did it at nighttime. And Gideon did it. I like that he did it at nighttime because I think during the day he was kind of intimidated by the people around him, probably scared what, what were they going to do. And, and you know, how, I, I, this is nerve-wracking. It's already scary enough to, to trust in God, and then I'm going to do it, you know, this is a big step, and it's my local neighborhood, my, my community here. And, but God says, let's just take one step, one step, you don't have to go all the way from zero to 100 in, in two seconds. Let's just do one step at a time. And breaking free from fear can be that one step. 
And maybe for you today, the one step is to call. Hop on the website, call, and let us pray for you, that God would help you to take that one step. And when you do, grab your copy of Breaking Free from Fear. Great resource to help you. But what is that one step you could do? What is the one step that says, no, I'm not going to choose fear? I think one of the first things to do in that step is acknowledge this is where I'm at, and this would be one step to move away from that fear. One step might be a little bit of exercise. One step might be to do some, some saving of money. One step, or maybe, maybe investing some money. One step might be making a phone call or texting somebody. But take that one step to break free from fear because God has victory for you, plans for your future, plans to help you. God has good things for you. And I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Second Timothy 1, 7. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. You don't have to be controlled by the enemy. God can set you free from fear. Do you want to replace your fears with faith and witness transformation in your life? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Marilyn's mini book, Breaking Free from Fear. This powerful message will help you overcome negative thoughts, relieving them from fear and replacing them with absolute trust in God. To complete this encouraging offer, we will also send you Marilyn's two teaching CDs, Fear Not and Winning Over Worry, along with two of our scripture cards. These resources will help you let go and walk in total rest and freedom. For your gift of $79 or more, we'll also send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas by renowned artist Alan Polt. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for each of us and will be a lovely addition to your home or office. Call or click today to receive these life-changing resources. Thank you so much for watching and talking about breaking free from fear. And I just want to encourage you, in this time, we've got corona, the coronavirus COVID-19. And I know, <laughs> I get it. There's all kinds of fear that is running and has been running rampant. Rampant not only in the whole world, in various nations in the world, but probably as well in your state and in your community. And I want to encourage you that the enemy works through fear. The enemy controls, dominates, and magnifies panic, anxiety, worry, and all this stuff. He works, and his mantra, one of his key mantras, is be afraid. And God has not called you to be afraid. God has called you to have a power, love, and a sound mind, and to walk in God's victory for you. So I want to pray for you today. I want to pray that you are absolutely the victor over fear, and not the victim of fear. Father, I thank you right now for each man, woman, child, each person watching right now. I set myself in agreement with them that you help us to walk and live free from fear. I rebuke anxiety and panic that comes with COVID and being sick and corona and, and the economic results and, and the unemployment and, the, and the, the finances. I rebuke fear now off of each person watching. You leave fear. You're a spirit of fear and I command you to go in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you bring power, love, and a sound mind to each listener today in Jesus' name. I want you to say with me as we conclude today, yes to faith and no to fear.